What's up, everyone? Welcome back to Meet the Creatives. This is Rob, the Creative Mixes Podcast. Thanks for being here. Thanks for the support. Today, we have a great episode for you with Sammy Drazen, uh, who is an amazing photographer. And uh, I got to share with her my recent experience of purchasing from KEH Camera, where I got a new 5D Mark IV, a 16 to 35 uh, millimeter lens, uh, the Nifty 50, I got that, 2.8. My photography work is gonna look awesome, uh, but I kind of shared what it was like purchasing that gear, and Sammy as well has actually purchased uh, on her own time from KEH Camera. So if you like this clip and you wanna learn more about where to find some amazing gear, uh, first off, go to KEH.com, and secondly, I will be releasing an episode called My KEH Experience that goes into a little bit more detail uh, about what it's like to order from the good people at KEH. So. Check it out, uh, and they are presenting this episode today as well. Uh, go to keh.com, and without further ado, the wonderful, the insanely talented, the far better than me, Sammy Drazen. Welcome back to another episode of Meet the Creatives. Today I'm here by artist, photographer, amazing human being, Sammy Drazen. I said it right? I got that right? That yeah, yeah yes. you got it. Okay, perfect. <laughs> Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, I was just saying before the podcast, I found you through that incredible portrait that you did of Logic. At the time, I was a major, like, and still am to this day, but at the time, it was like the height of my love for Logic. Um, and I had Justin Fleischer on the show, and then I saw that portrait, and I had seen so many different pictures of him, and um, I think this is true of all the people you photograph. You have a very unique, like, well-lit, natural, your, your style is incredible so uh thanks for coming on the show and making it happen so tell me about your journey uh i know you went to art center college i was just recently there for the first time i loved art center yeah. uh it's an intense it's intense place that you could really yeah. palpable you could feel it when you go there they're not you know they're not fucking around at art center college so <laughs> maybe that's why you're so good at photography so tell me about how you found your love for photography yeah. first time picking up a camera and we'll go from there Okay, cool. Um, yeah, so I started taking or started getting interested in photography probably when I was like 13. Right. Um, my dad was an actor and a wrestler, and uh, he used to be like in WWF and stuff. Wait, kind of what? Who is that? About me. Do I, do <laughs> I know who it is? The, equal, the Equalizer. Maybe I don't know. I was obsessed with wrestling too. That was another obsession. But that's really yeah, cool, though. That's pretty. Google him. <laughs> yeah, bring your dad to work day must have been awesome for you. It yeah, so cool. it was pretty fun. He's crazy. Oh, to um... school. To school, I mean. Sorry, my bad. Not, not work. <laughs> <laughs> I know what you meant. Okay. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I grew up with a wrestling ring in my backyard, and that's that was so cool. pretty fun. And uh, my dad would always have me take his headshots, and he was interested in photography, so he had a lot of cameras, and I would just play around with them. And then I just realized that that was like a really fun way of expressing myself. And um, I was always interested in art. Like I'd always draw and like doodle and, and I thought maybe like I'd want to be a cartoonist or something like that, but I wasn't that good at it. So yeah, I just started taking my dad's photos and then just started bringing this camera around with me everywhere. He had one of those, uh, I think it was like a Mavica or something. It had like a, a floppy A drive what? in the camera. It was like so shitty. <laughs> So yeah, I just started bringing that around and shooting my friends and like my friends would come over and we'd all get dressed up and like walk around the neighborhood and like take pictures. And then like MySpace became a thing and live journal. So I'd like mm -hmm. take everyone's like profile pictures. And, 
yeah so that was kind of how it all started and then that I was like always known as like the girl with the camera (laughs) (laughs) so from the very beginning you kind of were you like you were like destined to be a photographer that's kind of cool I like that yeah I mean I knew I like I didn't know if that was where I wanted to go with my life because I didn't really know anything about photographers like what they really did for work or like like what how it could be a career yeah I just knew that it was something that I really liked right and then like in high school and stuff when I had to start thinking about college I started looking at art schools and then I saw art center and I was like oh wow this is the place for me (laughs) yeah for sure and so I didn't go completely straight through because it's a little um, intense. Right. <laughs> um, so I took one term off, but I finished in like three and a half years. Um, That's awesome. And I, yeah. Um, and then I assisted for a little bit and I was a studio manager for Krista Renee. She does like lifestyle photography and advertising. I learned so much, like a totally other side of photography by doing that. Because mm-hmm. like you're kind of just pushed into the business side of things and you have to like figure it out right um, so I learned a lot from that and then eventually decided to do my own thing <laughs> that's so cool so are you familiar with KEH camera yeah I actually bought something from them a few years ago oh my god that's so crazy do you remember like what it was yeah I got a Hasselblad uh, 501 ah. uh, yeah that's... I used it in school for a long time that's crazy uh, I just ordered it for the first time. Got all these different lenses. So just yesterday, I uh, got a shipment to my house from KEH. They're uh, a partner through the the podcast, and they're kind of helping to enable me on my creative journey. And it was really interesting because I was going through their website, kind of going through all the different cameras, all different options, and there are a lot of them. And I've always personally been like a Canon guy, and I got the 5D Mark IV, which is a really great camera. Uh, and then I got a couple different lenses. I got the 50 millimeter. I got the 16 to 35. I have like telephoto lenses and I'm kind of stretching all of the notions of what I can do with photography. So I've, it's been really great. And I'm going to kind of document that and show that on the, uh, on me, the creators. And I need your help today, uh, to maybe walk me through, uh, kind of your process and what you do. So that way I too can be a badass photographer. Cause I, I now I feel with KEH and, and having this all, I was so happy when it arrived yesterday. Uh, but I also feel now like I have no more excuses and that I have a, a whole toolkit and almost like all the focal range. So I guess my first question would be, do you have a favorite kind of camera that you use? And then mm-hmm. also to kind of the nitty gritty of, the, of, of gear, do you have a certain kind of lens? I know some portrait photographers love like the 50 millimeter and they kind of talk me through that at KEH about how that's a great portrait lens and um, kind of rounds things out. So what's your favorite camera brand if you have one? And what are what's kind of like your setup that you're using right now? Oh, uh, yeah, for sure. So I use the Canon 5D Mark IV as well. Yes, I'm so happy yeah. you said that. That's <laughs> it's amazing. A, an amazing camera. Um, KH did actually... good. They did really good with this one. Okay, that's good. I feel yeah, <laughs> I had to get my shutter replaced actually because I took like two hundred ninety thousand photos on it already. Wow, that's so crazy. <laughs> yeah, pretty nuts. Um, so that's my my go to camera. Um, I have the fifty, but I actually don't really use the fifty that much. My my favorite lens is the twenty four to seventy. Okay, I use that on like every single shoot. Really, I have um, I have a twenty four to seventy. That's good to know. Yeah, it's okay. it's just. 
Yeah, I love it. And you have a lot of range. And um, I also use the 100 macro lens because sometimes I shoot beauty and it's really nice for portraits and beauty. Um, And then I have the 70 to 200, which I use a lot for fashion. Yeah, to to try and get like, so like a telephoto to try and get that compression and everything like that. Yeah, but definitely the 24 to 70 and the 100 are like my two favorites. That's so cool. I had a conversation with this guy, Sean, who uh, kind of runs their customer support team. And uh, it was really cool because like I had all these ideas of like what I thought would work really well. And but then it's always great to talk to somebody who's kind of like uses them on a regular basis. It sounds like you're a good person to talk to after taking that many pictures. Did you always yeah. use, did you always use Canon? Have you ever like thought about using film? Because I'm, I'm probably going to be using um, some of their film cameras as well. It's going to be really fun to try yeah. those out. Uh, do you experiment with that stuff or do you have like uh, another camera when you're feeling adventurous? <laughs> yeah, I have um, a Contax T2 that I use just to like shoot my friends for fun sometimes. Um, and then I have a little Fuji uh, X100 that I use to travel with because mm. bringing like the whole Canon gear is just like... It's heavy. Really yeah. Heavy. yeah. <laughs> and I don't want to have to be like changing my lenses when I'm like in the middle of like, a, you know, yeah. in the middle of the street somewhere. <laughs> so, exactly. I know the feeling. So having yeah. the Fuji is really nice and it's super portable and like, amazing quality and it's cool because you can just transfer the photos to your phone right so you want to like post it on instagram or something right away and you like don't have your computer with you or something and that's cool can you maybe speak to some of the stuff that you use in the studio and and what that journey has been like for you in terms of like do you use flash do you use soft boxes because your stuff totally. looks freaking amazing my goal is to get this gear from KEH that I just got, which I love. And it came. It was all packaged perfectly and everything. But now I'm ready. I, I need to utilize it and break the shutter like you did. But yeah. I want to be able to make those beautiful portraits like you have. Those soft light, shadow, perfectly yeah, color totally. graded. Yeah. So let's talk about <laughs> that. Let's, let's get into it. Yeah. Um, so I usually – well, it's kind of different on every shoot. Um, I try to keep things pretty simple. I, I'm not, like, a super techie person. I don't like to have, like, a million lights unless I'm shooting, like, a big group of people. Right. So if it's just, like, a simple portrait with one or two people, like, I maybe use one or two lights. Mm-hmm. Um, I, ha- I I love Fotex um, with a sock because it makes it really soft and pretty. Um, mm. Octobanks are great. Um, sometimes I use like a 12 by, uh, with a silk and shoot through that. So it kind of just depends on like where I'm shooting or how many people are in the shot. Um, if I'm doing like a round table with six people, sometimes I have like two 12 by silks, uh, and shoot through that with some octobanks. So is a 12 by silk, that's just like a, a soft box kind of situation? Or, so or, it's yeah. a frame. Uh, okay. so it's. It, it's a 12 foot by 12 foot frame and you can put like different diffusion on the frame. So okay. you can have like a silk that is a soft, it'll like create a soft light. Right. Um, so, and it just kind of like, since it's so big, it broadens the light everywhere. Uh, um, so it makes it look really natural and pretty. That's, that's my that sounds amazing. I'm giving away all my secrets. <laughs> <laughs> no, listen, no, it's okay. I think that like, yeah, well, one thing I've learned is that like, you can get all the gear, you can get all the different stuff. Like you can get the exact yeah. same setup. Like I just, a lot of my, um, decisions when I made this purchase from KEH, they were predicated off of like, 
what I saw from like Peter McKinnon and people like that, that were kind of like in that space and, you know, vloggers and doing all that different stuff. It's so funny because if you were to ask me like a year or two ago, I'd be like, well, it's just the equipment. It's just the equipment that's like limiting me. And now mm -hmm. I have the exact same equipment that they have. And it's still like yeah. not even close. So I'm like, damn it. It really <laughs> well, is about the process, you know? Yeah. And like, you don't have to own everything. Like on most of my shoots, I rent. I own a few things here and there for like some editorials or test shoots. But like, really? usually you have to rent everything. Yeah. It's it's so expensive to own it. <laughs> yeah, it really is. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't even uh, necessarily think to do that. So that's good advice. Where, do you have a place, yeah. a spot that you like rent from for the lights and stuff like that? Or is it just like using the yeah. studios or? It kind of depends. Like some studios can make you rent from them. And then if I'm on location, sometimes I, it, it just depends on like budget and yeah. um, where I'm shooting and what the closest studio is right. for that. Yeah. That's cool. Uh, Botex are a great tool to have uh they're really cheap i what, just bought what is two. that exactly i don't know so for, it's forgive me for being so ignorant yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's okay it's a it's a fotec umbrella so okay. they come in small medium and large i have a medium and a large and it comes with a diffusion uh called a sock so you it just kind of spreads the light more evenly oh. um and they're like a hundred bucks each what so. really oh get time yeah. to bust out the credit card let's put... do it <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's a great it's a great tool, and I use that on like probably every single shoot. Wow, that's cool. That's yeah. good to know. But they'll never so it's be as, time they'll to never own be as my own. <laughs> that's cool. All right, well, yeah. that's good. Now we need to save some secrets, so we can we can move on from okay. that. So thanks for taking a nice technical dive, and and uh, I'll be I'll be calling you like on a regular basis to be like I got to figure this out. How do I do this? So, that's good. <laughs> so there's obviously a kind of a fun aspect to what you do, and that you're kind of you know, especially in the entertainment sector and sometimes in fashion and beauty, I would imagine that you get to meet some really cool people. Did you ever have an experience with someone who were like, you were a huge fan of theirs. Next thing you know, they were coming in for a shoot. And uh, what were those kind of experiences like? Tell me some cool stories. We're, we're going to make a best of <laughs> clip. I can feel it right now. <laughs> okay. Yeah, for sure. Um, I try not to get too excited, you know, cause <laughs> people, I don't want to weird anyone out. <laughs> right, right, right. Um, but uh, I recently shot Bill Hader, and what? I love him. And Barry is, like, one of my favorite shows. So oh. that was very exciting. I love Bill Hader. Um, he's so funny. And Yeah, he's so funny, and he was so nice. And I told him I've watched Barry, like, three times. <laughs> <laughs> and he got really excited and was like, oh, my God, wait till the next episode. It gets crazy. And so he was, like, he just seemed very thankful that, um, I was a fan of his work and I know that's kind of like his passion project because he like directs it and like creates it and all that. Yeah, sometimes if you're personable, if you if you say something that is um kind of qualifies yourself as as being genuine, I know that sounds like weird. Like I remember I was in the comedy store in LA at my birthday and Jeff Ross was in the hallway. I wanted so badly to not be that guy who like bothers them in the hallway. But I saw him and I was like, yeah. Hey, I just want to let you know, like I listened to your podcast and his podcast is not that big, but the episode you did with John Mayer, I'm a big John Mayer fan. And I really thought you guys had a great conversation and I like, and I like pointed out the different things that I liked. And it was so funny because everyone was like kind of like lobbying for his attention. And then him and I were just having this like authentic, real conversation. It was cool because it was like, He's a very well-known guy, and and most people are like, yo, let me get a selfie. Like, I didn't take a picture. I didn't do anything, and I just had a legit conversation with him, and it 
it felt so great because it was like I had a real moment there as opposed to being like, I'm your biggest fan. Like, you know I mean? like, yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so who else are well, you? So I, I kind of get more excited about people who are behind the scenes. Uh, I did, so Bill Hader was part of the showrunner roundtable that I shot for Hollywood Reporter. Right. Um, and so David Mandel was uh, another one of the showrunners and he uh, was the showrunner for Seinfeld and Veep. And, oh, uh, wow. Yeah, and I love both those shows, so oh, I got so very cool. excited about that. And uh, and the showrunners like don't always expect you to be like fangirling, so <laughs> they definitely get. It's like, more really... well received. Yeah. 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 <laughs> oh my god. Um, and then I also shot Sundance in the beginning of the year. I love and, that. Uh, you were so crazy busy during that time. Oh it was my insane. god! It was like I felt like I was on a high. Like I don't even remember what the heck I did for like four days. <laughs> you went MIA for like we were like trying to schedule I, like, the podcast. Out. <laughs> Sorry, my phone started ringing. Um. Yeah. I uh, I basically like blacked out and like don't know what I did. <laughs> oh my god! But I shot like, oh man, maybe like 150 people. It was so crazy. Um. You shot 150 John- people. And, and I, how I long? Think so, it was like four. It was four days. Wow, that's so crazy. It was uh, they, it was a portrait studio, so people would come in and like talk about their movies, and then they'd come in for like a photo. Mm-hmm. And so I'd shoot like a group shot of the the movie, and then individual shots of each person. So there was a lot of exciting people there. Um, yeah. I love John Hamm. He was like one of the first people I shot, and I was, I was like a little nervous. That's like how my Sundance experience starts with John Hamm. (laughs) Wow, I know. I'm a huge (laughs) Mad Men fan. You know, you were talking about how you watched it three times. I think I've watched Mad Men like five times. John Hamm, I'd be definitely nervous for. I've heard he's cool though. Did you like him? That was cool. Give me the dirt. table for me i was like i'm gonna have you lay on the table and he was like oh perfect and like really yeah but also with sundance it's like i get five minutes at the most with each person so it's like you don't get to really bond with them that much like you try to in five minutes (laughs) here's my card Um, (laughs) jake gyllenhaal was a good one i Um, love that picture i posted that today the one with him with the with the uh sweatshirt on i love that sweatshirt too it's a really cool sweater yeah i I guess it is a good sweater yeah and uh he looks very sweet and cute in that picture (laughs) yeah i'm I'm happy to have that on my instagram it looks legit yeah yeah it's so funny He was like, "You stay away from him." <laughs> your pi- your uh, your pictures have been making my Instagram look legit over the over the I last haven't even year. <laughs> I need to I need to check. <laughs> I will have the one of uh, one of Jake Jake Hall. I just posted that, and then there is also the one um, from the office. Um, what's his name? John Krasinski. Yes, he was yeah. awesome too. Um, Oh my god. Yara Shahidi was amazing. I've actually never watched her show, but she was like our vibes just totally That's worked perfect. Together. Uh I love Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Yes, my wife uh, loves that show. I wanna watch it. Yeah, so I shot Rachel Grosnahan and um I was super stoked on that one because I just finished I think season one. Um oh, that's so cool. Yeah. For editing, do you normally you normally edit all your own pictures in Lightroom, or what's that process like for you? Do you, or do you have an editor yeah. that you work with? How does that how does it all work? So normally, I use a Digitech on set, and they will use Capture One, um, 
And then if I don't have them on set, I also, I've gotten used to Capture One. I used to use Lightroom a lot, but I don't really use it anymore because I feel like Capture kind of has a easier workflow. What, what is um, Capture? I'm not sure if I'm, uh, again, I'm showing my uh, naivete here, <laughs> but what is Capture One? I'm not exactly sure if I know. It's kind of like Lightroom. It's essentially the same thing. Um, it's just a little bit easier to tether. Um, you know what tethering is? Yes. Yeah. yeah. That okay. I do. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, it's just easier to tether through that program because I've noticed that Lightroom can be kind of slow. Um, right. And then you can like color process as you're shooting. So I mm. have like specific colors that I use in my, or like color grading I use on my photos. So when I'm shooting, it color grades the picture so the client can see what the end result will kind of look like. It's like a, like um, a preset sort of thing? Yeah, so okay. I use like the same three to four Digitex on most shoots so they know what I like and if, I've never worked with them before. I just tell them what I like. Um, right. It's kind of like the same thing every time. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so that that's like a easy thing to do while you're shooting. And then um, I will send those processed out JPEGs to a retoucher I use. I usually use the same retoucher. Mm -hmm. um, and she knows like the color grading I like. Um, but sometimes I retouch myself and I use Photoshop and Capture. That's so so cool. I'll like, you know, touch up skin and like fix things in Photoshop and then bring it into Capture to color it. One of the things that I hear again and again is kind of the importance of using a team. And I feel like as a photographer, there's sort of as a, you know, quote unquote, like content creator, there's always kind of. Um, this narrative that you should do things by yourself and that you, you know, the internet is like boundless and you can do all your own stuff. How important is it when you're trying to advance your photography career, especially in like this, you know, like the portrait kind of setting, how important is it to work with a team? And then how do you even go about finding people that can work with you, you know, effectively? Yeah. I mean, it's super important to have a team because you can't do everything yourself. Um, I thought I could. I thought, I, I thought <laughs> I, I, I'd be the guy. <laughs> well, the bigger the jobs get, like the more you need other people around so that you can just focus on getting the image that you want. So I yeah. have a group of assistants I use who are amazing and I use that, the same people on every shoot that I can. Nice. Um, and I've been working with them for probably like three years now and we've all gotten really close so it just ends up being like a really fun time and never feels like work um right. and they know like the light setups I want and so I don't always have to like tell them exactly like I tell them what I want and then they set it up right um but we've gotten into a rhythm so they know what I like and I'm like yeah we're gonna do like the same thing we did on like this last shoot and then they'll like set it up right right right. Uh, they kind of have like a frame of reference sort of thing yeah yeah exactly so when working in the portrait kind of setting and you're taking people's photographs people I've realized they tend to hold their breath I realize that they tend to be a little bit nervous and it's my job and in this case, it's your job to kind of help them overcome their fear and relax and get that picture. So do you have any advice for people that are trying to enter this world of portrait photography? What are some ways you can get people to kind of chill out a little bit and, and work with you more effectively? Yeah, I definitely think music is the best way to um, make people relax. Right. Um, I have some playlists that I use or I ask what 
the talent wants to listen to because sometimes they have specific things that relax them. Right. But music is definitely the number one thing to get people to be more comfortable. That's good. It always helps every time. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So last question. Uh, The purpose of this podcast is to bridge the gap between people just entering the field um, and then the people at the, the height of the industry um, and people that are really doing a great job like yourself. So I think that today we've done a great job of covering the some of the, the nitty gritty, you know, the, the names of the software and the lights. And um, you've been very gracious with that. So thank you. But for people that are trying to overcome, you know, like self-doubt, I don't want to keep saying the word imposter syndrome on this podcast, but, you know, people that, that want to do what you're doing right now. And are, maybe they're they feel they're too young or they're too you know insecure to do it. How did you kind of get to this place you're at now? And, and did you ever have feelings of self doubt? And if so, like you know, how do you overcome that? Um, yeah, I feel like that never fully goes away. So you kind of just have to live with that. Yeah. Like we're all artists. We all get insecure about our work. Like I post something on Instagram and I'm like, oh man, this sucks. Like. I don't, I don't even like this picture. (laughs) So that will like never fully go away. Um, But the more that you practice and the more that you shoot for yourself, I always say to shoot for yourself and like always shoot personal projects because you learn from that. Even if the shoot sucks, like you learned what not to do on the next one. Yeah. Um, And you can like develop your voice and your style and like by just shooting constantly for your portfolio um that will help you like gain confidence and build up something that you want to show people and and show them for you know for you to get jobs so exactly just constantly practicing um don't be afraid to post stuff like it it sucks sometimes but you got to put it out there. i post it so- stuff that sucks all the time yeah i feel like i don't i feel like i only post things that suck photography wise but some people like that sometimes i post it and people actually like it it's like you know it's a a picture that you think is like you're looking at all the technical things of it but sometimes people can see past that yeah yeah like editing down my work is probably the hardest thing to do because i'm so invested in it and i know everything that happened on that day that sometimes it makes me hate the picture, but it might actually be a really good photo. <laughs> I totally understand what you mean. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Just shoot what you want to shoot and create art and it'll like, it'll happen. You just got to put yourself out there, reach out to people you want to shoot for, ask for advice, show your portfolio to people. Do you ever do that? Do you ever like, do you ever like DM people that you want to like work with and be like, Hey, like I'm an awesome photographer. Or do you normally just kind of let the, Here's a great question. How'd you originally? Yeah. Wow, Jesus Christ! No, sh- no shortage of self confidence here. Uh, <laughs> how did you lock down like your, your first person? Did you ever have like one big mark? Like, how did you get that first marquee name, and who was that? Then we're really done. I swear to God. I mean, we can talk all day. I'm gonna <laughs> so, um, yeah. So my first, my first actually big job. Well, first big editorial job was for Hollywood Reporter, right. which is crazy because I still shoot for them. Yeah. Um, that was like right when I graduated and I just cold emailed them. I was like, hey, uh, I just graduated from Art Center and I want to show you my portfolio. Can I come in for a meeting? Wow. Um, 
And that's really the way to do it because if you just sit around waiting for people to reach out to you, like it's never going to (laughs) happen. Yeah. Like no one's looking for you. Yeah. No, like you got to put yourself out there. You got to email people. You got to tell them like, I mean, go in for portfolio reviews. Like you don't have to set up a meeting in hopes to get a job. You just want to show them your book and like maybe get some feedback. Yeah. Actually funny story. uh, Thinking about my first big, big job. Okay, I got was a was an ad job for Honda and I was like so excited and I thought that I made it I was like guys <laughs> I made it Honda <laughs> and my, and my boyfriend and my friends were like uh I don't get too excited and I was like no this is this is the beginning of my career and then I didn't get another ad job for like a year and a half oh no <laughs> Yeah, like you can't just sit around and wait, basically, is like what I'm trying to say. Yeah, Yeah. you got to make it happen. Exactly. Well, we made a hustle. (laughs) We made it happen today. This is perfect. Uh, Where can people find you online? Thank you so much for doing this, by the way. Yeah, thanks for having me. This was fun. I was so nervous. And then you just made it easy. (laughs) Thank you. I I try. I try. I I always try and like uh, frame it in a way that it's like we're talking like we would like over a beer sort of thing rather than a rather than an interview. All right, yeah, so but where yeah, do people find you online? The URLs, oh, yeah. all that stuff, cool. My Instagram handle <laughs> is <laughs> at Sammy Drayson. Just my name. Pretty easy to find me. It's S-A-M-I-D-R-A-S-I-N. That's pretty much like the only social media I have. You That's can cool. check out my website, which is just my name also. Apparently there's not no other photographers named Sammy Drazen out, out there, but you got it. You locked it down. Yeah, yeah I know it. <laughs> <laughs> That's so cool. Well, thank you again. Yeah, thanks for having me. Peace. Bye. Bye.